0: I oh.
1: Yo, 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 yo! Welcome to another episode of Our Own Thing Podcast. The platform urban fiction authors and readers call home. Quarterback in this thing, it's your player partner, said Green, right? And before we get into today's show, y'all smash that like and subscribe button for your partner, man. I truly appreciate that. Yo, check it though. We coming live and direct from the gump town, Montgomery, Alabama, birthplace of the civil rights movement and the originator of putting in work with a folding chair. You did. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> By now, I'm pretty sure everybody, you know, hip to the riverfront brawl that took place last Saturday, right? There's been a few arrests of the mobsters that attacked, you know, Damian Peters. The man who was simply trying to do what pays me. I seen, uh, four arrested so far, but they about four or five shot. You dig? Mm-hmm. Um, the mayor and the chief of police stated it's an ongoing investigation and there's more arrests to come. Hey, in my opinion, you know, the gunk town, they got the whole country's attention right now. And I think it's important we set presidents on are we dealing with the blatant disrespect from some white folks in the country you feel me anybody that knows me knows you know i got a zero tolerance policy when it comes to disrespect and in my humble opinion i suggest the rest of the the country you know adopt that that policy you feel me but let's get into today's episode though who we got coming through this week today we got an urban fiction authorist out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She's a high school educator, a mother, and a wife who's penned 40-plus novels to date. And we got her here to discuss her Thank latest you. one. Miami Thugs Need Love 2, book 2. So without further ado, y'all give it up for Zarkid. What's happening, Mr. Queen? How you feeling today? What's going on? Thank you so much. I am doing
2: good. Thank
1: you. What's up? Um, you know, like I tell all of all of the um other guests that comes, you know, this platform was laid out for urban fiction authors, um, urban fiction authorists, the readers, you know, a platform where we can come and set and, and be celebrated and do what we need to do and get it off, you feel me?
0: And I appreciate that.
2: I know it's, it's coming up a little bit later on, but I just really truly want to say that you are appreciated. It's so much shade on urban fiction.
0: Right. Um, so I truly, truly appreciate
1: it. Okay. I appreciate you. But I ain't going to hold you. The viewers want to hear from you. You know what I mean? So I ain't going to hold you. Introduce yourself to the viewers. Let them know right. your story and what you plan to accomplish in this industry.
0: All right, so thanks again,
2: Seth, for having me. I am Zarkia, um, uh, an author, of course, wife, mom. Um, I have three girls, mom mama, three girls, so that's something, um, within itself, right there. I am a high school educator, I teach ninth grade, just all around is, is a party for me. I teach ninth yeah. grade, so. Ooh, them freshmen, um, you know, they keep me on my toes, but I love it. I am from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. A lot of we always get a lot of shade on Florida, but you know, we we do what we can with what we got. I'll down. say that. We do what we can. Um, so I actually got started writing um I started writing my first book back in twenty seventeen. The plan was for me to release the book as an independent author. Um, I was kind of just playing around with it. Um, wrote a little something. I had sent it to a friend at the time who sent it to the person who became my first publisher. So mm-hmm. that's really how I got started. And that happened in 2018. I didn't even know that she sent it to the publisher. She just Word. she sent it. So um, that's really how I got started i When I started writing i I came in very hot I think I was releasing a book. I would say maybe every five to six weeks I was just dropping books, dropping yeah,
0: books um
2: so i was i was I came in really really hot, really hungry um uh, just you know trying to just put my name out there right. so within the last year, I had a baby at the end of last year, so that definitely slowed me down. But I feel like now I'm in a space where I don't want to write the, to me, when I started, I was writing, like, quick books. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my books would be maybe 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 50K. I don't want to write that that no more. I want to do full-length um, stories now. So I'm kind of trying to just revamp myself. I'm taking my time a little bit more, but I'm not putting pressure on myself no more. I'm, like, I'm independent now. Let me do what I can do. You know, right. So
0: that's where I'm at today. That's that's where I'm at right now.
1: That's what's up, then. Yeah, say you say you're independent, so you can put it out when you get ready. You ain't under no When pressure, I'm ready,
0: no exactly. Yeah. And first,
2: I used to just try to crank them out when I first started. Um, uh, when I first went indie, but then I really had to tell myself, like, what? Why am I? You know, what's the rush? Right. Why am I rushing? It'll come when it comes, and my readers, they, they still
0: there. They always there. My readers is like, you know, take your time. So I, I appreciate them.
1: No doubt. No doubt. I don't know if you you hip or not, but we do ask a series of questions, you know, to let the viewers and your fans, you know, get a little intimate look into who it is, you know, putting out the books and stuff that they're reading, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Here's the first question. What made you want to tell this particular story?
0: All right. So with Miami Thugs Need Love 2, my purpose for writing that story was to
2: kind of step outside of my box and write about male characters. Mm -hmm. It was hard. Once I, I looked at my catalog and I'm like, man, every story is like this. It's about a woman, a woman, a woman. You know, I gave a little bit of men here and there. A lot of the men that I wrote in the past, they really weren't shit. Oh, you can cuss. Hold
0: on. You <laughs> can you you okay. say what you want to say.
2: Man, I wrote some dogs, you know. So I said, yeah. let me let me give these these black men just a positive light. You know what I'm saying? It was right. a struggle. It was a struggle series. Um, it it was a struggle for for both um uh, and Marzel was a struggle for them to get to where they were in the end. However, I really just wanted to show some positive light on my black male characters. So that was my purpose for wanting to write this story. Um my husband, he that's kind of where I got the inspiration from. My husband played football in college and in high school. Mm-hmm. Um so I said let me let me do a football story. So that's where it came from. Um if you look at the cover the man like, grilling his teeth, that's a Florida thing.
1: So right, right. all the
2: dudes, they got their gold, you know, they slashed their teeth. My, when I that's kind of how my husband kinda got me, you know. But showing
1: them gold, <laughs> so huh?
2: He was a little bit of an inspiration, definitely an inspiration, um,
0: for me to write this.
1: Okay. What was the um what's the most difficult part about writing male characters?
0: Tapping into the emotions
2: I'm a cancer, so I'm super emotional um but men men aren't really men aren't really like that, you know as women well, I know for me i my husband he could just be having a great day, but just really quiet, so I'd be like, yeah like what's what's wrong like it's something wrong, and it's it's nothing wrong. he just he just chilling, so I really had to learn how to just tap into that male energy. men don't have to be outwardly emotional as women um another challenge for this was i so i watch football but i'm not like a oh yeah this team that team no i had to do so much research (laughs) on okay what are they what are they doing football practice um what is this called it was just so much that, that part was so it was so funny because you know, my I could go to my husband, but I'm like, man, I don't really wanna bother him about it. But he, he I did have to tap into his knowledge um when it came to the football because that that was not my lane.
1: Yeah. Shoot, it's coming back around here shortly. What this is, the eleven or the twelve?
2: He had it on something was on last night we were watching I don't know.
1: See they that's I the pre season uh I think the pre, pre-, pre- I I know game. I
0: heard preseason.
1: Yeah, they came. I want to say it started Thursday preseason. Okay. But the college started the end of this month, and the pro started The first okay. part of the pro first part of next month, first week of next okay. month. Rob, cool. Called. Well,
0: I I be tuned in now. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what made you decide to turn Miami Thugs Need Love Two into a series?
0: that was on accident. Man, that first book, it was the first book
2: I wanted it to be a, a complete um novel. I wanted it to be a full story. But I it took me so long to write that book. I started writing that book in August of last year. Um but I was pregnant. So that was I know we talked about challenges, but trying to write while I was pregnant it was just a
0: different beast, right, so it right.
2: did take me a while to write it, and then I was ready to put it out. But I was like, "This is not a complete story." Uh-huh. It was just, I'm like, "This story is not complete," and I didn't want to rush, just you know, tie everything up and rush it. So I said, "Let me just do it as a series." Um, and my team, I had, I had a conversation with my team, my betas, my
0: editor, <laughs> my test readers, and they were just like go ahead, make it a series. So that's what
2: I had to do. It was just too many unanswered questions that I just wasn't, I wasn't happy with that. I have to be happy and feel like I got a complete story, you know, if I want to make it one book. And I just, it wasn't there. It wasn't there.
0: Can readers
1: expect any more in this series?
0: Of course. So um one of the characters in the story
2: was Wave, which was Marzell's um brother, Marzell's uncle. Wave was kinda low key, very, very low key. Um we saw Wave, look, we saw some action with Wave in yeah. in our first book. We saw a little bit of action with him. So I said, Let me um that's his project is my next project coming up. That's coming up early September that I'm gonna release his project. My beta's reading it now. Not my beta's. my test readers reading it now. And they like, hey, like, when you, when you going? When you going? have it ready, but his story is coming. Again, I'm taking my time with it. I was I'm like, man, I need to get this book out, but I keep having to go back to what's my rush, you know? Right. So wave stories coming. And then I have I'm gonna do a story for smoke. It's gonna be. That one's going to be a little bit uh, emotional, more so, because he he went through a lot being in the system. Now he a grown man. He's going to make it to the NFL, but he ain't going to make it in the NFL. Oh, so we're going to get to see some things happening with Smoke, but I want to release Smoke's book on the anniversary of part one. So that's coming next year, but I already got my cover. That's already in the
1: works. Everything already laid out? You just just waiting? To- it's
2: already, yeah. Okay. It's already in the work. So that's a good part about being independent.
0: You know, you just, you plan it and you execute.
1: For sure. Do you plan each step of the writing process before you start or do you let the story take control and follow its own path?
2: So I build out, I do what's called, I call it a character build. So I build my characters from top to bottom, from likes, dislikes, Zodiac sign, pet peeve, hobbies. Um, If they have kids, what's the relationship with their siblings? I build my characters. So I leave, you know, nothing is lacking. Mm -hmm. Nothing is lacking. And then if I don't already know how I want to start the story, like when I started this series, this Miami Thugs Need Love, it started, boom, I was just pregnant. I already knew I wanted to start a story like that, mm-hmm. so for that one, that one came easy when I started it. Um, but most of the time, I do have to have some type of plan. But in my early writing, you, my readers, could probably tell I just used to write. I just used to open that laptop and take off, just just write whatever you know. I I felt like I was all over the place. So now I'm trying to fine tune it and. You know, map out, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. This is how I get there. And I feel like that gives more character development and story development. Okay. So, that's, I do have to map it out now. I do. Sometimes, you know, I might I outline a chapter and it kind of go a little left. But, you know, I don't mind that. I just can't. Now, I cannot just let a story take control. I can't do it. Because <laughs> it'll okay. be loose
0: ends or I forget a name or something, you know. So. I do plan it out.
1: I got you. What are your thoughts on the current state of the publishing industry?
0: Man, I, I I briefly said
2: this, but I feel like urban fiction is a category that a lot of readers today. I feel like a lot of them say that they're they're tired of those typical drug dealing and stripping and this and that and this and that but it's like I want I wish readers were a little bit more open to it's not urban fiction is not just that like don't Mm -hmm. box us in you know what I'm saying don't box us in it's so much more to urban fiction and the urban fiction industry we don't bash other genres we don't do that I don't care what's going on in your lane urban fiction this this my lane. I might step out a little and do a little urban romance or whatever, but urban fiction is my home. That's my heart. So I just wish the readers were were will remain open to urban fiction. Um I wish black authors, you know, with the with like the big company design, I wish black authors got a little bit more light like the white authors.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um You look in certain categories on Amazon and the titles, you'll be like, oh, this got to be a,
0: no, it's not a black author. It's a white author.
2: (laughs) But they, I don't know, man, they got that thing on lock. Yeah, it's money for everybody, but I don't know. It's, It's that line. You still see that divide. If you look yeah. at some of the reviews, look at the numbers of reviews the white authors have versus the black authors. Like that's a big discrepancy, right? So, it's certain things like that.
0: But you know, little old me, I'm just, I can't make that change.
1: Got to keep on keeping on. Right?
0: That's it. You you figure out your your formula, and you got to make it work.
1: No doubt. What other writers are you friends with? And how do they help you become a better writer?
0: Man, so I have a few. Just over
2: the years of me being in this industry, I feel like in the last two years, two, three years, um, I have I met some really amazing authors. A lot of them are independent. Um, wow. One in particular, um, Nako. Her name is Nako. I did like a, we, we did a one-on-one session before I went independent. We did a one on one session and Nako, she says, Arkea, you got it. Because I'm like, Nako, I don't know if I can go indie. I don't know. And she was like, what are you what are you lacking? Like let's literally let's sit down and let's figure it out. What are you lacking? She and she still today she tell me, Hey, you got it. Just keep keep going. Keep going. It don't matter, just keep going. It's so many authors out there who who I talk to or who they like bigger to me, they're bigger authors and they'll be like, I see you, I see you working,
0: right, you know? Right.
2: So man, sometimes I'll get in, um, what we do. They're called writing sprints. Just a group of authors. will get on this. Uh, it's like a website. We use, we do writing sprints. If we need to bounce ideas off each other, we do that. I'm working on a special project coming out later this year with a group of, it's four of us right now. Um, and I didn't even. One of them came to me and was like, "Hey, let's can. Are you are you open to doing this project?" And I'm like, "Yeah, cool. It's pushing me outside of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what I need. Right, so right. just being able to tap into these different authors, man, it's it's some really amazing people
0: out here.
1: That's what's up. Somebody to help help bounce them ideas and, and guide you in yeah. the right direction. Somebody who's just been working. Through. Right.
2: Somebody who been through it, yeah. Some, and people who are going through it. People who are on right. the same path, and I'm
0: on trying to figure this thing out. I truly appreciate them.
1: That's what's up. If you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would
0: it be? Ooh. Man, I think I would tell myself, I think I would tell myself to slow down. Because like I said, when I came
2: in, I came in hot. And I think about some of the stories I wrote. And I'm like, I can't believe I put that out. Like, if I read it now, I'm like, I can't believe I put that out. <laughs> but, you know, it got read. Uh, I got my checks from it. Um, but I would tell myself to slow down. Um, develop my stories more. Develop my characters more. Be open to... Right now, this team that I have of my test readers and my beta readers, I tell them, rip my books apart. When you're reading my books, rip it apart. Tell me what you like, what you don't like. If you have questions on anything, what I should change, rip it apart. I wish I would have done more of that. Um, then I feel like I have better quality stories. My, st- I'm not saying my stories lacking, but... I feel like the quality could have been so much more. My books now that I that I put out
0: is I feel like I give so much more of me, and I wish I would have did that with my early releases. Word.
1: What made you choose the particular time period or setting for this book for your story? All right,
0: <laughs> we
2: in the age of flip phones, man. I just I just wanted to do it i just I just wanted to do it, so at least when the story started, it was back in what was that old it was back in that time when the flip phones was hot i just I just wanted to bring that in <laughs> that was it. I would bring that in um and just show because you know later on in the story you get an iPhone how you work this phone, you know what I'm saying, so i really- I really wanted to do
1: that.
0: it was really just a flip phone <laughs> that was it. I had to bring that in. Up. Yeah,
1: how do you come up with the material
0: you write about? Literally anything. I can see if I'm out
2: on the sitting down in my car watching people walk by. I can just the stories. They the stories just come. Mm-hmm. I just could create a whole storyline just off whatever. It's so crazy now how, you know, a, a lot of the times I, f- I feel like I'm watching more than I speak nowadays because I'm like, ooh, what can I do with that? You know what I'm saying? And my, I'm always in my head or I'm in my notes. I like to put it in my notes in my phone. um I have so many different little, it could be three sentences. Literally, that's how some of my stories are birthed. Three sentences of, ooh, I like this. Oh, she cussing her baby daddy out. Oh, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever I see, I'm like, oh, I can make something out of this. And then I just take those and I
0: birth it into a
2: story.
1: Yeah. A little bit so of it comes ideas from, from come from everywhere.
2: <laughs> every, it literally everywhere. It's so crazy how it just comes. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm ready to get to that story, but you got to finish this story. Right, right, So That's where I'm at now. I got a story that I want, I, I'm so ready to get it started, but I need to finish the wave
0: story and then I'm going to get back to it. We'll get to that one.
1: Okay. One thing you could change about the genre, what would it be?
0: <sighs> All right, urban fiction. One thing I could change about the urban fiction genre, um... You know, some of I guess the the complaint that the readers have is like the oh,
2: it's always drug dealers or this or that. But when we give them like different jobs, bigger jobs, corporate jobs or whatever, then they'd be like, oh, it's not urban. Right, but you right. just said you tired right. of the drug dealers, or you right. know what I'm saying. So I just you know we 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 can we can get diverse. Um, we can get diverse. Everything isn't about. Shoot them up, kill them up. Even though that's that's what urban is. So, just I just want the readers
0: just be a little bit more open minded with when it comes to us in urban fiction. No doubt. What is the most unethical practice in the publishing industry? I don't even know if it's unethical, but it's a lot of it's very clicky the industry is very clicky um if it's
2: like if you're not in the in crowd you don't you're not really you're not really seen and I feel like that's that can be discouraging for a lot of authors because I read I read so many different books and it's like man like how is this author not more popular but it's like high school. If you're yeah. an it girl or an it guy, you're just it. Everybody will stop what they're doing to read your books. Um, so that's, that, that's challenging. Trying to just get yourself out there. That's challenging. It's some people right now. They could unexpectedly drop a book today. That thing going to hit number one. If not number
0: one, <laughs> number two. It's going to do it. <laughs> Yeah. So,
2: it's it's tough, but you gotta. I don't know, man. It's like you 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 trying to you trying to climb, you trying to climb. Yeah, you're gonna get knocked
0: down, but keep climbing. Keep climbing. Just keep going. For sure.
1: Got to keep going. Got to. What are some traps? What are some common traps for aspiring artists?
0: Man, it. <laughs> keep your i think if you're going to to use social media as your your main
2: platform for promoting and things like that mm-hmm. anything personal if it's not positive don't post
0: yeah. it for sure
2: because if I done seen some stuff I done seen some stuff man um. Just keep your personal. If it's super personal, don't post it on social media. It's, it's some... Find you some good quality editors, some good quality uh, promoters and things like that. You see some, some scamming going on every now and then. Oh, such and such agreed to do this job, but they didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Look these people up. Look right. them up. Don't just... Oh, they got the best price. Yeah, they got the best price. But are you going to get what you paid for? Right, right. Um, I would say don't. I already said it, but don't give up. Keep writing. A lot of people, the question that I get all the time is, how did I start writing? And I literally just started. I just started writing a story. Everything else came. And I always tell them that just I know you don't know how to format. I know you don't know where this goes, where that goes. Open up your laptop, open up a blank document and put chapter one and just start writing. That's literally what I tell them because a lot of them are like, no, it need to be formatted. No, it does not. Formatting will come. It will come. Just write, write your story. you can't tell me you want to write a book i always tell people that too don't tell me you want to write a book and you ain't wrote a a single word yet (laughs) don't say i don't like having those conversations (laughs) because they look at me like oh like like i know everything and it's not that i know everything it's because i've been there right and i my words were written before i even knew okay what am i doing with this just write it no doubt that's it just write it don't compare yourself don't look at the charts. I mean, you can look at the charts, but if you're going to take it to heart, you know, don't. Don't look at them. If you read <laughs> your reviews, don't focus on the, the negative reviews only. You have some readers who are really going to amp you up. Mm-hmm. And those a lot of people they get discouraged by negative reviews, but everything ain't for everybody.
0: True. You know what I'm True. saying?
2: So, you got to let people going to have their opinion, and that's what it is. Right. That's what it is. So,
1: at the end of the day, that's
2: what it is. Yeah, you can't, don't stress about, especially those reviews, because some people will just, they'll get in a whole funk, like, oh, I'm going to just stop writing because, because why? Because if somebody's opinion, you're going to stop right. writing? <laughs> right. Like, no, that's. That's mm No. Honestly, after maybe after my first like two, three weeks, I don't look at my reviews. I look at the number, but I don't look at what this person said. I don't look at that.
0: No. I just want to see how many I got, yes. (laughs) But I don't care about what you said. I don't care
1: about that. Okay. Well, give give your fans and the viewers a brief synopsis of Miami Thugs Need Love Part 2.
2: All right. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. So Miami Thugs Need Love Part 2, of course, is a continuation from Part 1, which touched on Marzell, who was a, he was about 17 years old um, in the system. He was out here in the system, didn't know his family, didn't really have a clear picture on his history or his identity. Um, I, I say it's a coincidence cause people were like, oh, it's so obvious, whatever. It was a coincidence that he got back into Miami, got with his family. So once he got with his family, of course, it didn't come together as smoothly as he wanted it to. You know, he had in his mind the, the perfect family that he imagined, but ain't nobody out here perfect. Ain't nobody out here perfect. So it's really a story of a young man stepping into adulthood
0: and his father, who got messed over by Marcel's mom, mm-hmm. trying to find his way, too. So
2: we got a little, you know, it's some love up in there. Some, Of course, some good drama, some bad drama. You see him trying to just navigate life and figure out what's his next move. And I think we all hit points like that every now and then, but we trying to figure out, where, what am I doing? Where am I going next? You know? No doubt. No doubt. So, y'all check me out. That's on Amazon. It's, right now, it's a complete series. But as I said earlier, a spinoff is
0: coming with Wave. And then next year, we're going to circle back to
1: Marzell. There it is, then. Y'all check out Zarkia, man. She got something to say. Hey, we've come to the end of another episode of Our Own Thing, and I'd like to thank our guest, Zarkia, for coming through today. Thank you. Now, share your social media with the viewers who want to follow you or check out your work.
2: All right. So, on Instagram, it's just Zarkia, and I think it's like an underscore at the end. I recently changed that because I was, I said, let me drop the author. I'm trying to step into just more Zarkia. Like that's that's who I am, just Zarkia. Um, but again, that came with just now. I'm slowing down. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. just Zarkia on Instagram, on Facebook, you can find my author page. It's author Zarkia. Um, just check me out. My email. Uh, I know some. I strangely enough, I have readers who only email me after they read my books, <laughs> which I appreciate. But it's I don't know it's just it's just weird but my email is authorzarkia at com. I, I do have readers who only email me so I appreciate them but I I just again I thank you for having this platform for urban fiction authors we are you know we are a little drop in the bucket but we're a mighty drop you know what I'm saying the bucket wouldn't be complete without us
0: so I really appreciate it
1: I appreciate you. Before we get out of here, you know, let them know what, what we what we got coming up in the near future.
2: All right. So we have wave stories called Summer with a Dawn that is set to release in early September. Right now it is with my test readers. I'm getting all of their feedback to make my, you know, adjustments. Um, and then we have an urban romance story coming. That one is going to be very. I want to draw the emotions. I haven't. I don't feel like I wrote a story where I had readers crying in a couple years. So I really want to bring out emotions with that one. I can drop the title for that one. Um, that one is called "The Heart of Love." So that one's coming after "Summer Waves" with the Dime. So right now I'm just having fun. Special, special Christmas project coming up later on this year. I can't announce all the details, but special special christmas project i'm so excited about that one um that's gonna be urban that is going to be urban um a little bit outside of my comfort zone but you know that ain't no pressure ain't so no pressure. i'm excited i am excited i plan to
0: drop three three more books this year but who knows it could be four um so we'll see
1: there you have it y'all be on the lookout for that man Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Until
0: next time, let's build one.